Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and paranormal. I want to once again thank the beautiful Miss Sarah French for taking time out of her day last week to be interviewed about her upcoming films. We will, of course, be having Sarah on once again in a future episode, and I have some incredible guests lined up for you this summer, but tonight we're going to dive into a topic that actually comes from a listener. And I want you to know I had full permission to share the loose facts uh, about her story. I don't want to, of course, give her name out and her personal information, but she did give me the okay to share her terrifying story, and I want to share it with my listeners tonight. And I'd be really interested to get your thoughts Reach out to me after you listen to this show via email and let me know what you think, what your personal theories are. I, of course, have my own, but tonight we're going to dive right into it. I got contacted uh, about a month ago from this young woman. She has two children and, um, well, she used to hang out at her mother's house quite often and I should add an addendum to this that she grew up in her mother's home so she was a young girl herself playing in that very house Um, she started having dreams about her mother's house and how her mother's house was structured is you walk in there's the giant living room and then you'd go upstairs and it was her room and then there was a playroom in the middle and then her brother's room So she was having these very lucid dreams about being in her mother's house and particularly being a young girl again. And she would be uh, on the top of the upper stair level and peering into the playroom and she would hear this laughter. And I should say for the first few weeks, she wasn't necessarily rattled by it, but just disturbed by it. But what started occurring was the laughter got progressively more, I'm going to use the phrase, demonic or malevolent. And she would wake up and have anxiety attacks, and it would really disturb her. And, um, you know, she shared what was happening with her friends, and they didn't really, you know, they couldn't do much other than, hey, you might want to talk to someone or, you know, try to get on some kind of medicine to help you sleep at least peacefully through the night. But she didn't really want to do that. And, you know, sadly, about a month ago, she really, things got kicked up. Let's just say it was right before she contacted me. The laughter in the dream really got bone chilling. And it was the very last dream she had about the playroom that for lack of a better word, and excuse my language, scared the shit out of her because she was once again in the dream. She was a little girl. She was looking into the playroom and there was a bookshelf in the playroom. But as she peered in, in this particular dream, these claws wrapped around the bookshelf and peered out at her. And she could make out that this thing, this creature, had what we would describe as like a burlap, almost like a potato sack-like shirt 
a tattered hat, again, like a burlap potato sack quality, and claws, fangs, and yellow eyes. And you may use the term troll, or the hat it was wearing was like that you'd see on a gnome, but I'm going to use the word troll, and it just scared the hell out of her. She knew this thing was evil, she knew it didn't have positive intentions, and she woke up screaming. It really disturbed her. Um, And just so I can throw out there um, to all my listeners, this woman was not the subject of any form of childhood trauma or psychological disorder. This thing was very real to her, and she was so confused why this was occurring now at this point in her life. And it got to the point where she didn't even really want to go over her mother's house, even though it was just a dream. She was having panic attacks at the thought of walking into the actual home where, you know, she was having, you know, these terrible dreams. She was like, Mom, I don't really want to go over. Why don't you come over here? And that's when she knew she really had to reach out. So she did reach out to me. Um, I want my listeners to know that I'm going to help her in private. There are things that uh, I can recommend to her. But um, what really kicked this thing into another level was, um, and this was initially just a couple days before she contacted me about a month ago, she was in her home and she saw this creature in her home. And it wasn't a dream Um, It wasn't any kind of delusion. She saw this thing run across her living room and it was gone in an instant. And of course she was rattled. She was, she didn't know what to do. She was paralyzed in fear essentially. And um, I guess the final straw for her was that same night that she saw this thing, her young children came to her separately and described the exact same kind of dream she had been having all this time this thing harassing them and laughing at them and what was especially disturbing was the children described being at their grandmother's house which of course was the very house this woman was describing so what is occurring here i believe that of course This isn't an actual troll. This is a demonic entity using the appearance of a troll to scare, to, in essence, collect energy from these people. Um, You know, for lack of a better term, think of Freddy Krueger. When something demonic needs to recharge itself and needs the ability to manifest, it's going to feed off of your fear. So it will present itself in a terrifying form in order for you to give it that energy. I believe she may have been the subject of an attachment when she was young. Um, It's very possible this thing was in the home all along when they were children and it was feeding off of their energy. And now that they're grown up and they're no longer there, this thing needs that energy once again to manifest itself. Um... It's very possible when she was younger, she was reading a book or saw something on television in this exact image and the demonic 
basically snapshotted that and decided to use that image to terrify this woman and her children. And if you think, oh no, the demonic could never do that, oh yes, they can. There are many cases where a demonic entity will use a traditional image of something someone is terrified by to present itself in that form to scare them for the exact purpose of harvesting energy, to feed off of the fear so they can manifest and continue to terrorize and manifest. Um, I thought this was very important to share this story because if there's anybody out there experiencing anything similar, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear your story. And just so you know, like I stated earlier, I am going to help this woman. Um, there are things that she can do to protect herself, her family. Um, I also know people in the field if it you know, gets to another level where I feel some other form of intervention is necessary. And then there's also Miss Grace, who we all know. Uh, she's our friendly neighborhood psychic, <laughs> and she will definitely be diving into this case with me and helping this woman out. But um, um, unfortunately, this phenomenon with her children is still going on. This woman hasn't physically seen the creature, I'm going to call it a demonic creature, um, since in terms of manifestation, but she can feel its presence in her home. Now that this thing is in her home and not her mother's home, she needs it gone. And of course, her mother's home needs a cleansing too. Upon further details, um, her mother's home is very old and it is very, very possible based on its history that this thing was there all along, even before um, they moved in and uh, just happened to feed off of them when she was a child. And um, I will, of course, be updating this story with all of you as details unfold. But I'm very appreciative of the young woman for allowing me to share this story tonight. And of course, please feel free to reach out to me if you have a story to share. Um, I don't have to read it on the air, but if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, please reach out. But uh, until then, for Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson. We have an incredible story next week. Can't wait to share it. But until then, we'll see you next week. <laughs>